0: okay well good morning church we're into the month of june and for june and july we're going to be reading through the book of acts just a couple of points i want to make about about acts first and very importantly notice the difference uh, in the boldness and in the attitude of the apostles especially peter on on the day of pentecost when um, the flames of fire settle on each of them. They receive the Holy Spirit, and they start speaking in other tongues. And a crowd gathers, uh, wondering what's going on. And some people say they're drunk, or others have different explanations for it all. But finally, Peter stands up. This is the same Peter who, just before the crucifixion, had denied Jesus, had been afraid to even admit that he knew who Jesus was. The same man, now empowered and motivated by the Holy Spirit, Speaks out boldly, tells this crowd of people that um, what's happening is what God has planned, had planned from the beginning of time, that they were guilty of putting Jesus to death. It was because of their sins that Jesus had to die. He speaks boldly and forcefully to them uh, to try to make them understand uh, who Jesus is. The transformation within Peter is the Holy Spirit now at work within Peter. Now think about that. If, if the Spirit moved them in that way, what kind of transformative power is at work within you today? You know, we have no excuse. We, the, the same power that changed Peter from a, from a cowering uh, follower wondering which end was up, running and hiding, into someone who was willing to say things that put him on put them on the radar, right? Uh, The Jewish leaders would not tolerate this kind of thing, and the the apostles would face persecution because of their boldness in speaking, but that didn't stop them. They went out and they did uh, all that God uh, wanted them to be doing. That's the call to us, that's the message to us from the Book of Acts, to be, uh, to allow ourselves to be motivated by the Spirit in the same way, that, that no threat against us um, could be able to stop us from doing what God wants us to do. That's a tall order. That's a difficult thing. Um, but the spirit in you is the same spirit uh, that motivated Peter, that motivated the other apostles, that motivated Christ himself, right? When, the, when he's baptized uh, uh, by John in the Jordan and the spirit descended out of, out of heaven and John saw the spirit descend on him like a dove, it's that same power that's available to us day to day, as we'll allow God to move through us. And watch for that as you read through the book of Acts. Keep an eye out to see how uh, the Spirit motivates and moves them. And pray, ask God to motivate you in the same ways. It's the same Spirit that motivated them as the one in us now. So we can do all that they did. As Jesus said, we'd do greater works than he did. And how can we do it it's not us of course it's the Spirit of God moving through us we just got to get ourselves out of the way so that God can have his way in our lives then I wanted to take just a few minutes to talk about uh, Stephen in Acts chapter 7 um, uh, Stephen uh, who has been appointed as one of the disciples to administer food he, the focus comes on him when his charges are brought against him um, for being uh, a Christian, basically. And he takes the opportunity to, uh, again, motivated by the Spirit, preach a powerful sermon. He goes back and he recounts for the, for the Sanhedrin the whole history of Israel, right? Beginning with the patriarchs going through the, the exile. It tells them all this stuff that's happened it brings it down to their day, and of course they're listening with an intent, uh, attentive and and an enjoying spirit. I'm sure they loved hearing about their ancestors and how God had blessed them. Until Peter, until uh, Stephen gets to them, and he says, "You're just as hard-headed and just as stiff-necked as any of the people of the, of the history of those times who refused to listen to the prophets," and then they get upset. And that brings them uh, to um, stone Stephen to death. And then just after his his murder, I don't know if it's the end of seven or the beginning of chapter eight, but there's a mention of how because of that event, persecution uh, arose against the church. And as a consequence of that persecution, uh, people left Jerusalem Believers left Jerusalem to escape the persecution and to bring the gospel message. In so doing, they brought the gospel message out beyond Jerusalem's walls, out to the, to the lo- you know, Samaria and the uttermost parts of the earth. The reason that that's interesting to me is because God, you see, had told them, Jesus had told his, his apostles when he left that they would bring the word, right, to, to Judea, Samaria, and then the rest of the world. And here God is um, creating events that lead to the fulfillment of that command. Um, Until chapter 7, everything is happening within Jerusalem and the immediate area where Jesus had lived and walked. But after that, it spreads out. Jesus had commanded them to do so, and there hadn't been much of an effort to go beyond uh, Jerusalem until now. So God uh, orders events so that it will become part of what they are, they're doing, God's will, to bring the message beyond the city walls. It's, in a way, it's kind of too bad. You know, it, it would have been much better, I would think, if the apostles and the other believers had been more attentive to Jesus' command, and had on their own decided, "Hey, you know what? We just can't bring the message here. We were commanded to do otherwise, but they didn't do that. They 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 waited. Well, they weren't waiting. They were they were bringing the word forth, but only in Jerusalem. So, so God uses persecution to accomplish His goal. So, what's the implications of that in our lives? The Spirit has been given to each of us, right? We all have a measure of the spirit, some gift that God has invested within us for the purpose of furthering God's kingdom. <clears throat> and if we recognize that, and if we willingly do what God has uh, shown us, is our role in the kingdom, then praise God. You know, he's He's being glorified, and we are being fulfilled as believers doing doing the things that God has for us to do. But if we won't do them willingly, if we won't recognize the call, then God will do what he's got to do to further the message, to to further the work that he's placed on our hearts to be done. Are you willing, do you want God's will enough to be willing to say, Lord, if I'm if I'm coming up short, if I'm missing the mark that you've set for me in any way, then do whatever you have to do, Lord. If that means that I have to go through some sort of persecution, be it be it a mental uh, or a physical uh, uh, trial that has to come my way, whatever whatever it takes, Lord, be Lord in my life. Truly be Lord. There's an old French poem when I was in high school studying French um, about a soldier who because he's afraid of what can be done to him for disobedience to, the, to his king as a soldier of the king by day he says I honor my king and I fight for my king but by night I trash his name I rebuke him I refuse him I reject him See, he did what he did. He was a good soldier during the day because to do otherwise would would involve punishment. But at night, his heart, when his heart could come come through because no one was there to stop him, he said, my heart really isn't with my king. My heart is elsewhere. I don't wanna be that kind of believer. I don't wanna do I don't want to look good to the rest of the church on the outside but on the inside my heart is really not with the lord i want to be i want to be a man of integrity i want to i want to be what you see on the outside i want that to be true of what's on the inside as well i want to worship god with all i am so lord whatever it takes if i'm missing the mark if i'm not being the person you want me to be then do whatever to get me back on track, to get me closer to you. Because there's nothing else in life. That's If I don't do that, then I'm just wasting time and energy and food. <laughs> I wanna be what you want me to be, and I wanna accomplish your purposes in my life. And God can do the rest, whatever it takes. If it takes persecution, he'll do that. If it takes a willing, a heart to be motivated to be willing, then whatever, God make us Your people, and may Your kingdom come in our time and in our lives. God bless your church. Enjoy the day.